This is a Visual Audio Times original. Welcome to another episode of A Music in Time. Uh, I'm joined by two very interesting gentlemen. Uh, on my right is Motolani Alake. He is the chief troublemaker. No, I'm just joking. He is the senior editor at uh, Pulse Nigeria. Um, one of the biggest names when it comes to Nigerian and if I dare say African music in 2022. And on my left is, it's not like you guys can see my right or left anyways, is Excel Joab. Um, he's a man of many hearts, but as of now, he is one of the very key um, p- persons as regards uh, music distribution in Africa. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're eating good. Was that good enough as an intro? It was, it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a dope one. It was a dope one still. All right, Thanks, guys. Prof. Thank you. And thank you for being here. Um... We're here to discuss a very, very interesting and important album. Everybody loves Ice Prince, but Ice Prince, the 2011 debut by one of Nigeria's most prolific and prominent hip-hop artists, Ice Prince Zamani. Um, What does this album mean to you guys? Oh, man. First of all, um, I think the, the, the album title was like a prophecy, right? Because till today, when people talk about Ice Prince, people always mention how he's a guy that everybody likes. He's a guy that doesn't have issues with anybody. Like, Ice Prince is very cool. Like, he's... Bro, I was in Ice Prince's house and he was doing a house party. And I said, what are we celebrating? They're like, nothing. We're just, we're just partying, bro. For no reason. Like, that's how it is. He's very cool and calm. And people... Like, he's always able to draw people towards him. People love him. So that album name, I don't know if they knew it at the time, but it was like a prophecy because everybody, of course, he'll have one or two wala, you know, people that don't like him here and there. That's fine. He's needed. But most people, like, they really, they really he's someone that people just like and fuck with, you know. That yeah. doesn't mean he wasn't one of the most trolled rappers in Nigeria on Twitter. At, at some point. At some point. At some point. Hashtag Ice Prince Bars. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll definitely get to that. Um, and you're, you're very right, right? So the name Everybody Loves Ice Prince wasn't the initial name of the album. Yeah. Um, Inspired by When His Mom Died. Yeah. Um, when His Mom Died, he the amount of love he got from like people, I think he told, like, was it Better Niger in 2012? Um, the, the type of love and the purity of the love that he got from people made him like rename their, their album to Everybody Loves Ice Prince. Told. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What does this album mean to you? Um, I wouldn't say the album means anything to me personally, but from like as a cultural from a cultural standpoint, mm-hmm. I would say the album was the moment Nigerian hip hop truly went mainstream again. That was what it meant to the culture. Mm. Like the era of Nigerian music again, nineteen ninety nine was the turning point of Nigerian music, right? So if you are going to say Hip hop and R&B inspired, heavily inspired or influenced our music between '99 or between the ni- 1991 and like 2005, six. 
people like Rugged Man, people like Idris Abdukarim were mainstream successes, like were mainstream success stories who were making hip-hop records. But a little bit after that, you had M.I. A lot of people are going to say M.I. was a mainstream success, but not on the level of Ice Prince, not on the level of Everybody Loves Ice Prince. M.I. 2 is a classic album, but there is no Oleku there. Oleku was the moment where it was the crowning glory. A lot of people are going to say it's Dagrim, maybe. But I think Oliku was the crowning glory of the golden era of Nigerian rap music. I think so. That's All right. The size of the record. As we always do, let's 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 take you back to let's do the backstory, right? Yeah. So who's Ice Prince? Ice Prince is this, you know, little known rapper from from Joss, J Town. Again, J Town. I don't know how many times we've talked about Joss and J Town <laughs> on this podcast, but yeah. um we all know the impact of, you know, what Joss has done or, you know, artists who have come from, from Joss, you know, and come into, like, Lagos to to dominate the space, right? Yeah. MI, Ice Prince now, right? Um, um, Jesse Jags, um, P-Square, um, you know, Two-Face, Blackface, the Plantation Boys, Two-Face and Blackface, essentially, they were, in, you know, in J-Town for a long time or if it was, you know, LD Extra Large of Swat Root or even B-Elect who spent some time in Joss, right? J-Town has always been that city that has produced some of the finest artists that Facts. we've, we've, you know, witnessed. Facts. And so this guy is just from Joss, born and bred in J-Town, um, hooks up with M.I., right? Yeah. Hooks up with M.I., battles M.I. There's that whole interesting, funny story of him battling M.I., and there are two versions of the story of who watched <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, on the record and, and I mean on you know in the battle and all that. But soon enough he quickly joined um the Chuck Boys. Yeah. And he was now very, very much associated with MI and his um, younger brother Jesse Jacks at the time, who were also running um righteous righteous era, you know, music and music production. And so they had access to a studio and they no. started rolling as the Chuck Boys. And, you know, on the side as well, he also had his, his own guys, you know, the Grip Boys. <laughs> so shout out to Young L, shout out to Endia, and shout out to Jay Miller. You know, and they were running that on their own end as well. And, you know, with the, with the combination and the, the friendship, yeah. you know, it, it was now like a, a very strong force, yeah. you know, behind. And obviously they had to pick like one person, one person to lead the pack, right, yeah. which was, which was M.I. Abaga. And with that whole force from J-Town, we're talking about Lindsay Abudei, you know, Ruby Gyan, yeah. you know, so many people, right? Eve Ora, yeah. Kali Abdu, so yeah. many people coming from, from J-Town into Lagos. Ice Prince was one of those guys, you know, one of the guys who made his way down to Lagos to start, you know, his career proper. Yeah. And, and then he found his way to Lagos. Yeah. And that's like a huge, huge story going from there. But I want to ask you guys, when did you hear of Ice Prince? Huh. Uh, ah, I'm not sure I can remember. I think it was. I'm not sure I can remember. Was it on? A, was it on a record? Um, I first heard of Ice Prince, and it wasn't even connect. I'm, I, I don't think it was even connected to CC. It was connected to Loopy at the time. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Th- M had not merged. You know, you know, um, later. Yeah, there was the there was the Loopy yeah. music, and Loopy music was Ice. Yeah. you know, and the other guys, Ruby, yeah, Threadstone joining later. Yeah. Yeah. so I knew of um, Ice True Loopy records, right? Um, I knew of I knew of I knew of I knew of Ice True Loopy records because of um, Jesse. So Jesse is someone that 
before his even music career like took off, took off like his own personal career, he was becoming a small name with production. He was becoming a, like his name was beginning to, and people and apparently Jesse was always writing for Ice like he would take him anywhere he yeah. was going yeah. and introduce him and whatnot, and uh, you know people describe people have spoken to the like back then Ice would be like. You know, I can spit on this. You know that kind of thing where people day studio they get such eyes like I can I can drop something on this. I can you know I can <laughs> I can. He was always that type of guy, so his energy, you know, was always very up there, and people liked him. So those, that that was like the first thing I heard about, you know, Ice. My first ever experience, me- experience or mention or knowledge of Ice was connected to Loopy, and I think later on, I'm trying to remember it was an interview where he said, you know, he was on Audu's neck. You know, yeah. that come on, I, I I should be in CC. I should be in CC. It's my time, you know. And they were like, yeah, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And then, you know, eventually, I think Jesse and M convinced them that, look, this guy. I think what's interesting is that both M and Jesse, as talented as they are, yeah, really, really, really believed in him in ICE. You know, like M and Jesse are, you know, Musical genius. Mount Olympus, yeah. you understand? And they really, really believed in this guy. Some might argue that if we are going on a talent for talent level, Ice might not be on par with them. What's, what's the talent thing that we're talking about? So we're talking about, so Emma, so aside like making records, like Emma and Jesse, they're better rappers. They're better rappers, they, are, they produce. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure Ice produces. Well, Ice, but Ice is a great songwriter. Yeah. You know? So, but rap-wise, or, you know, there was people would say, so it's like, you know, two people that are obviously to some, and allegedly. This, and this is also the era where, the era where people were now respecting hybrids. Yeah. And now hybrids are like um, rapper producers, right? Yeah. After the successes of, like, the success of LD. Kanye West. Yeah. Right? Or like an LD, yeah. right? Everybody wanted to get that hybrid. Yeah. Oh, you rap. Oh, you produce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you produce your own shit. Yeah. You know, people like that kind of stuff. So you, I, I can understand how people revered, you know, um, um, Jesse, Jesse Jacks and, and um, MI because they were just in another... And we were know. in a place where, you know, Nigerian rap was kind of serious. Yeah. M, M, M had this Kanye West thing going on yeah. at the time as well. M yeah. had a whole Kanye West themed yeah, night yeah, at, they had, they had at Wax Lyrical. No, no. Um, they had a Kanye M, West brand. M, M, yeah, M, yeah. M, M had a Kanye brand, yeah. then a Lil Wayne brand, yeah. then a Kendrick brand. Yeah. But, but, but this is not podcast. <laughs> um, so, so for Ice Prince, right, yeah. I think the, the, main, the, main, the main breakout for Ice Prince was definitely on um, MI's... Um, um, single called Blaze. Yeah, it was one of the singles from his doom, debut doom, album. Doom, yeah. doom. Um, um, talk about it. Yeah. and I'm talking about there are like probably like four versions of Blaze, but the first version, of course, was M, Jesse Jags, and Ice Prince. Yeah. I mean, they, they came in that order, right? And that was the first time everybody started to hear of this guy called Oh Ice, Ice Prince. Prince. Yeah. You know, we had started hearing Jesse Jags, and the way MI. Emma was very instrumental in breaking Jags and Ice because he would mention their names. There was yeah, a way he, he would package them on the records. Yeah. So we're like, oh, this is such a solid record. But by that time, M was already trying to... This was talk about the era. He was trying to drop the album. He was building up the anticipation and the hype. And Ice would, you know, come into Lagos, go back to J-Town, come into Lagos, right? So they would perform Blaze. And that's how he was kind of building his name, right? And, you know, from there, he... He basically once talk about it dropped and became like 
you know the the success to, uh, which it is yeah. which is in 2008 we started to see ice start to move you know around the first thing was the um the sprite the sprite triple slam thing yeah. you did the year before was overdose praise and yeah. all that i remember yeah. i was doing some <laughs> backstage shit. some some managing and all <laughs> some, you know, whatever right but when it came to ISIS turn, right, yeah. it was such a huge deal. Back, shows. You know, back then, yeah. across the country, it was yeah. like really huge for him. And he started to build his name off that. Yeah. Then he had the feature on Rugged Man's third album. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that record? Swagger. She, she, she says, she says, she did feel my swagger. You know, and the, the, I think the video was short. There was a video for it and all that. So he started to build. You, you could see how he was, you know, laying yeah. claim to himself yeah. and people started to like notice him yeah. people yeah. started you know and you know how it is now you're now in lagos you're you know in different studios yeah. you're meeting with different people you're laying verses you're meeting up with people who are also you know on that same trajectory as yours yeah. right most importantly whiskey you know scales um um, um the prints and these are like your contemporaries yeah you know, like they were close. We talked about it on our way here. Yeah. Ice Prince, the Prince, and Wiz. That's it. That's it. That's it. They were that's click it. at some point. That's that's a whole collaborative album missed. Yeah. Kai. Yeah. You know. So we we see all of that happening. You know, and we're seeing it Whiskey with EME. We're seeing it the Prince with Mohits, and and Chalk City. We're seeing it with with Ice Prince as well. But those labels are kind of like also like interrelated a lot of them were mingling with each other they were yeah. changing like video directors yes yeah. they yes all those because things. they are the, they, they were the ones with like the biggest budgets yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know and they were moving in the same spaces yeah. yeah if you wanted to see all of them just go to sway bar yeah. on friday Cap- evening everybody was at sway bar <laughs> it was wild everybody was at sway bar and you know the next thing was was oliku yeah his first single like first official single off the label he had been dropping some records yeah. right but this was the first single off the label, yeah. and boy, did that record scatter everywhere. Let's play Oleku, and then we can we'll break it down. Oleku featuring Brian. Oh, 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 oh. I'm far from pop, my pop is resting My flow so bad, my tongue is vexing Yeah, no one is testing I'm best by far, is what I'm guessing One, two, three, I win like wrestling How can I lose, I'm with the best team Yeah, I'm the boy with the fire DJs give me more speed than a tire Seen it all, done it all, sang in the choir Feeling like I'm Tenno here, only go higher Yeah 
Tell me something where I know fit to Yo, bo, 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 my lord too Honey, honey, honey Honey, I hope you're ready Cause it's only Exciting, the game's been dark, but I'm igniting. Positive flow, I'm so attracting. Whether freestyles or evil writing, yeah, I put my life in. The bread don't cut, I put the knife in. My left hand weak, I put the right in. And take my balls from J to Brighton. Ha, I see the lightning. I know sometimes the rain is frightening. No matter how hard the scene is ripening. So when you hear Icy Prince in hyping. Yeah, I don't try plenty. I did rap, I did sing, I did come MC. There's too many songs and I'm never empty. Now you chop stone if you want them to be. Tell me something where I know fit to. Yo, bo, 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 my lord too. Honey, 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 I hope you're ready cause it's only I'm so contagious, and no one's done this good in ages. I put my foot in hell, courageous. Too many verse like Bible pages. Yeah, and I hope they play this so I can grow up from low to apex until my account is fat and shapeless. Too many songs, but mine is latest. Yeah, so love I hate this. I'm getting my cake, I'm on the cake list. Beating my chest, I'm on the ape list. You should be honored and bow to greatness. Yeah, see my name's getting famous. My team's fire, man, you cannot flame us. Now, Baba God work, you cannot blame us. It's in vain when hit us right. Yeah. Now tell me something where I know fit to You go 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 my love too Honey, 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 honey I hope you're ready cause it's only who Feeling the boy, she feeling, she feeling the boy Feeling the boy, she feeling, she feeling the boy Feeling the boy, she feeling, she feeling the boy Oleko was released on September 21, 2010. And I remember when the song was released that week, just that week alone, right? This is blog era. Remember now, it's 2010. This is blog era. This is also blog era Nigeria. So not just okay, Jaguda, Nigerian hip hop.net. No? 360 knobs. Yeah. Shout out to exclusive. They kind of came later. 360 knobs. Okay. These were Bella Niger. These were like the biggest blogs pushing music. Mm -hmm. A few more, you know. Um, but these were like the biggest blogs pushing music at the time. And once this song dropped, this is this is also golden Twitter, Nigerian Twitter era, yeah. right? Where you didn't have to care about context or nuances. Just Everybody just fine, right? Let me give you guys context. If you guys were in 
that era on Twitter, right? Yeah. You wake up and you say good morning. To yeah. Me. Good morning, Excel. <laughs> yeah. Friday shout outs. Yeah, Friday shout outs. <laughs> follow for follow. Follow for follow. Oh my God. Really good stuff. Everybody was having fun. So imagine when. Oleku drops. You know, and the, the everywhere, is, this is like, it's crazy. Let, let me explain to you what Chuck City was able to do with MI on MI's first album, right? On Facebook and also on Twitter, they were able to grow a, an audience and build a community. And they were groups. the first label to feel very connected to their fan base, right? Very, yeah. very connected to their fan base. And they had started growing that community. So anything these guys put out, you just had people championing it. And they were very selective and very careful to select like the ambassadors. So they looked at A-listers, they looked at people in the Billy space. I'm talking about the Twitter ecosystem. Yeah. And they made these people their friends. So once the music came out, you know, these guys were just talking about it and talking that about it. So, you know, and, 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 and cool, right? And so you just you just had to plug it in. And before you know it, right, people even started remixing the record yeah. immediately. And I remember the, vector, the, 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 vector, the vector remix came <laughs> out and Vector, Allah. like, killed the record. <laughs> and everybody's like... Is there anybody that... Wait, hold on. Is there anybody that jumped on Oliku that didn't kill it? I think I, I think I, they all did. Young I, 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 I didn't hear. Yeah, I didn't hear. I didn't hear Oliku like yeah, was from like but, the popular guys. Yeah. But the thing about Let, it, let's talk about the instant success of Oliku Tolani. W- once the record dropped, it became an instant hit from like oh, a, 1, from an, from a 1, rapper. 1, 000. You had never witnessed this before. No. Record drops becomes an instant hit on the same day. Yeah. This we're witnessing this for the first time. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? Um. So the record has the record was on a template that we had seen. We had started seeing since like. We had been seeing it, like the rapper-singer collaborations, right? But across the world, this was a trend at the time, not just Nigeria, right? So in the U.S., if it was like Live Your Life and um, some of these records in Oed, if it was in the U.K., you're talking about the Tiny Tempers that had like this rapper, rapper and the song hook. But in Nigeria, it was like the rap song collaboration that had to work in the sense that... I remember speaking with Audu Mekore and he said, when he gave Ice Prince a chance... He told he told them that one you have to make obtainable music, you can't be rapping, rapping, rapping. That doesn't sell. We want to make money. One and you, number two, you have to you have to um, you have to wait your turn. So it's someone first, this person second, this person third. And I remember Mi rapping on this record. I Ice Prince was so desperate on Head of the Family on Lego Music Three, and he said um, Ice Prince said he was ready. He said just give me a chance. Like so, this record had to work basically. This re- if this record hadn't worked. The budget that that was that, that that came for the album and the promotion might not have come. It would have just been the exactly. It might not have come. It might not. It might not have been the same, right? So, first the template, it was a it was a template that was becoming popular. Someone on the hook, either a girl or a guy, then someone rapping and busting and saying all of these things because it was also a good golden generation Nigerian hip hop where records were making their way onto radio. But the, the the key part of this record was that this guy came to Lagos and they found someone who sounded like or who who sounded like the archetypal Yoruba artist, right? And it delivered some parts of the hook in Yoruba, right? So the fact that I can sing it, you can sing it, my mother can sing it, right? And then the beats and the the chords on the beat, or the chords the chords on the beat itself, and then the fact that the drums on the kick were not aggressive, they were not like boom and just breaking everybody. It was very soft. It wasn't exactly the greatest dance track, 
when you think about it, it's not a, it's not the greatest dance track. No, it's not even a dance track. It's not even. A, but people were jamming and dancing to it. Yeah. Because anytime last song at the club or at any birthday party is Oleko. Cool. Yeah. The BPM is. It's just it's it's just there. It's low. Yeah. Basically, it's supposed, it was, to, be a, it's supposed to be a party starter, hmm. not mm. the you know turn up song. But, but we turn, we turned up to it. <laughs> die. We still we do. Turn up, we turn yeah, up. We still do. And talking do. about like the composition of record you yeah. just mentioned, like rapper. You know, this is like rap rap song yeah. collaboration, yeah. right? Brimo is the essential component in the song as well, yeah. with the killer hook. What does it for you? Is it the killer hook or is it how Ice Prince just delivers his verses? So can I say something? I f- if I'm going to if I'm going to hazard a guess, I'm going to say that the OG version of this record is Rocketty Baba, right? Not in terms of content, not in terms of um, not in terms of style, but in terms of the type of person that was on the hook being folksy Nigerian type of Yoruba artist who was who delivered in a mix of Yor- of Yoruba and English and Pigeon, right? And someone on the on the verse rapping in pure English who was a rapper, right? And both records are not dance tracks, even though they are both pop records, but they are not dance tracks, right? That's the OG version of this record in terms of modern day Nigerian music. But the the killer version of this record is that Rogedi Baba could not exactly be in clubs. This was in the clubs. Yeah. Because in some way, like you said the other time, it's a party starter, or it was a party starter. That was that was the, the key to the yeah. success of this record. Excel, you look at you know, you listen to Ice Prince's verses, right? And we will go into like the lyrical components of of the co- lyrical quality, so to say, of the songs. But just looking at his delivery and how he's moving from moving between English and Pigeon, it's it's well done. It's like he understands who his target audience is before he even starts writing the record. Mm. I mean, um, shout out to M.I. on his song. He said, Ice Prince showed us how to record hits. Yeah. You know, I, I think from the, from the jump, he always understood maybe the thing Audu told him stuck with him, obtainable music, you know. So he always understood how to craft his, his um, songwriting in a way that it would resonate with the Nigerian artist. I mean, this is a guy that he's, he's, he's listening to Modnino, He's listening to LD. Jay-Z. He's, he's listening. Do you understand? Ah. Like, but he knows that for me to crack it here, you know, I, I have to do it in our own way. And shout out to people like Ice because when we look at Jay-Z, Jay-Z is doing it in the American way, in the Brooklyn way. But it, that's their hip-hop, right? So that works there. You know, the funny thing for like Jay-Z hit songs, they will always say he was selling out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. when he crafted some of the songs, like yeah. Big Pimpin or some of those yeah. records, they'll say, oh, Jay said, well, you can't make it's it without it's not, it's not hardcore, yeah. you know, and all that. So it's, you, could, you could draw that line and say, to make a hit record, you have to. I wouldn't even call Ice Prince. So for Ice Prince, I wouldn't even say selling out. I think Ice Prince just understood how to make good music and how to make it as relatable. Can I interrupt? Possible. Can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like Ice Prince, like, Last time I remember interviewing him some years, some about two years ago, and he said a lot of people said he sold out, but he has always been a hybrid. We'll get into that, yeah. So, the downside to this, Excel, is the lyrical component of the song. People yeah. start to question it. Yeah. I, I remember Imao Goli, shout out to Imao Goli, who's like an OG of Nigerian music, Critic. you know, um, curation or creation, and, and so on and so forth. You know, him writing a very, very, very popular, now notorious, you know, Facebook post, right? Where he literally breaks down each verse and each line 
of Uliku, and then he's asking his friends and friends of friends, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because well, these are people that come from the era of you know the modes and substance. You know, yeah, the modes, the bloggers, yeah. the freestyles, the that, LDs. That cut from an OG you know, cloth. And and you know they are now listening to it and they're like, what, what's this guy saying? The like fuck I, is I, this I, I I I came to listen to you know yeah, bars to bars and you're not giving me. As a matter of fact, what you're saying doesn't even add up. Yeah, you know and. I mean, if you look at it in retrospect, right, is that was a very, very, very small community questioning, you know, Ice Prince's lyrics. If you look at it, but y- years I, later, right? But it was it was a topic. But here's the thing: did did uh, did people like because back then you know that rappers were not even scared to call each other out. Like, if Modena not fuck with you, it, w- it wouldn't be an issue. Oh he would call God. you out. Yeah. But I don't think did any rapper ever call out Ice Prince. Modena did. Modena did. Yeah. Modo Kora Ice. No, yeah. he, he didn't call him up. No, he didn't call him up. But he said he had opinions about his princess music. Of he had opinions Jesse. about Jesse Jackson's album as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. He's, he's allowed his yeah. he's allowed his opinion. But the thing about this song, right? One of the things I like the most about um, Oleku is Ice Prince came up with "She Feeling the Boy." She feeling the, that was Ice Prince, by the way. So, but he he knew he didn't have enough, so he went to call Brymo. To lace a hook. Yes. Let's. Can you guys remember the first video before yeah, the one that leaked? Yeah. Can you remember? Because well, everybody yeah, was I waiting can. for a video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was waiting for a video, yeah, the and then that, that video leaks, and you know this is Twitter era, yeah, right? So everybody's everybody, everybody trash, trashes the video. That, they have to take the video. That has out. happened twice. That's that. So you Go know off. that another person that that exact the scenario video, happened video. to us. The video. The video. Yes. Yeah, exact yeah, scenario. Scalable. So the video is really bad. And I remember catching the video before it was taken down. And I'm like, nah, this video is really bad. You yeah. know, and I tried looking for it now. It's nowhere on the internet. And and then they, you know, they reworked it and you know, brought out another video that wasn't the best, but was better than But got the job done. Yeah, got the job <laughs> done. By this time the song had blown. And yeah. this now, you know, um represented that one single run in the modern era. You had had artists like um Bigiano with Shayo. Yeah. Um, um, and and a couple of other artists, right? But this was like, oh, BC list artist gets like one single and then drives this one single for close to like a year. You know, even after he drops his second single, it's still one of the biggest songs of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it then leads us to like his second single, which for me, when I heard it, sort of certified Ice Prince as a superstar, right? Let's listen to Superstar. Better cars, better clothes on me, better parties, better house, and better girls on me. See, I can take it in, champagne everywhere. See, that's the life we live, like everywhere. Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar. Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar. 
celebrating The problems are no more complicating Step on the floor when the grounds are shaking Feels like the times that we all been waiting Champagne life, bottles on me Step into the clubs so and the models on me We're making the raps and we're blazing the tracks So we pop more like set of bottles all free We don't buy drinks at the bar They supply us cause they know who we are Brand new clothes and the best of guitars Girls on my lap like I'm playing the guitar See I get paid to go clubbing Feel free man, sorta like Morgan Blue liquids flow with my organs I got whips and I'm overflowing yeah. Better cars, better clothes on me Better parties, better house and better girls on me See I can take it in, champagne everywhere See that's the life we live, like every day Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar I'm in my airplane mode, shopping every day, never wear the same clothes. Colors all bright, looking like a rainbow. Cameras flash wherever the man go. I'm so brando, and I affect the whole entire metro. I'm top on the list, I'm stalling Fred Row. My showroom's got more shelves than Tesco. Yeah, I'm so high, no tree smoking. Genevieve's got a cross, that's me joking. Sometimes talk shit when the lips open, but still I'm on your laptop, it's beat over. Yeah, I'm too high, you see the shirt soaking, too many fans, I wonder how he coping. You feel it tickle on your spine, that's me poking. I'm too dope for me, sorta like me coking. Yeah. Better cars, better clothes on me Better parties, better house and better girls on me See I can take it in, champagne everywhere See that's the life we live, like every day Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar Feeling my superstar, feeling my superstar In the skies, you like that movie magic, huh? Cause you got much action, you confident and you cocky, <laughs> and you swag with a passion. second single superstar shot him up superstar yeah um i was you know a journalist at the time um this was 2011 um april and i had just woken up and they had dropped the single so this was when singles were not dropping on itunes there was no apple music Spotify was not even available in the country at the time. Human beings were the distribution companies. So you would drop your record, you know, share it across BlackBerry phones, the audio file. 
you would push it to as many blogs as possible mm-hmm. so that people would hear it, right? That was like the, that was like the thing. So the song was already out. They had mailed it to me. I downloaded it. I listened to it. I slept over at the office that day. Um, and I just listened to it in the morning around, you know, 6 o'clock. And I remember the cover art had him, you know, this baseball jacket carrying a wheelbarrow with sugar cane in it. I'm like, what kind of cover art is this? But then I now listen to the song and I'm like, okay, this guy's out of here. Like, he's gone. I remember, it, I was just like, no, this guy's gone, gone. Like, you can't touch him anymore. This song is so good. You know, high-powered, very energetic. He's, his confidence is on the high, the way he's rapping, you know, he's flipping the words. It's a mixture of what he's saying and how he's saying it. He delivers it so well. And he delivers the chorus himself. And I think, like, that's what's so important for some artists, right? And not to shade any other artists, you know, by the way, I'm just saying that at some point, especially hip-hop artists, right, you have to do it all alone. You just have to do it all alone, right? So you, you have your first single, you know, people are saying, oh, it's Bimo that made the song sweet. Because th- there, was, there was that, that conversation, conversation going on, you know. And then you say, you know what, my second single, I'll do it all alone. And it's a hit record. How did, how did you feel, Talani, when you heard Superstar? Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Oliku, even though I appreciated it. I wasn't. It wasn't what I was going back to, but Superstar was my jam. Superstar Why? was. So I, I I don't want to go into too much technicality, right? But 2010, 2010, 2008, 9, 10 was like the comeback of like pop music, like dubstep or EDM, right? Right. So the EDM format is very simple. Um, doom, bah, doom, bah, doom, bah. But people like Don So Tolan is a producer, so most of when he's trying to explain, he actually just makes the beats with his mouth. Right, sorry, I was. <laughs> anyway, so people like Don Jazzy on like on Wandy Cole's album were the ones that basically changed it. So Don Jazzy, J Slick, and Sam Clef, right? So Don Jazzy, what he did was, I know you like it, I know you like the way, right? So when he, ha- when he added snares to that record, someone like J Slick picked it up, did it on For Me, did it on Implication. Right, and then Sam Clef then takes it to another level. Records like Boom Boom, Nonilizing, it was the same format. This record was the one was a crowning glory of that era, of that type of particular sound, where you are making EDM sense, EDM chords, but then you add snares to it to bring the Afro beats into it. That was what this record was. It was the it was a crowning glory of that. And then Ice Prince, it was like the first time he got his confidence. So the things was I get paid to go clubbing saying things with a lot of confidence and bragging with even though like i can say i can still say that the second verse was not exactly staying on beat but you can still give him credit for what he did but coming on to this step we can say that he could do it like oh maybe he was trying to prove a point but ice prince could do it look at the trajectory of ice prince career is he has a way with hooks it's just that simple like ice prince has he knows how to craft hooks. Yeah. If Ice Prince goes away now, he can still live on hooks for the rest of his life. Yeah. Because as 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 early as or as late as um, 2017, he still had a hook on particular. Even on his own record, records records that didn't blow, like records like I Feel Good, fantastic hook as well. Yeah. So it's, it wasn't a fluke for Ice Prince to get, to get here. For example, the point I was trying to make the other time, his, record, his first set of records that blew up in J-Town, he wasn't rapping on them. He was singing. Yeah. Right? So you have to understand that this record is just 
when things, when your stars want to align for you to become a superstar, it's like the combination of everything you have, you have been trying to do all your life, and then it just comes into a moment for you, and it crystallizes. That's all it is. Excel. this record drops about seven months after Luku. You can, you can easily tell that, you know, Ice Prince is already enjoying the successes of being, you know, an artist. And that's what influenced the Successful artist, right? And... Do you think that like directly influences? One hundred percent. I was going to mention. So I was about to ask my first. I was going to ask you what the space was. Uh, seven months, bro. Seven months of tasting mainstream success. Touring. Ah. Do you know what that is? And uh, that's crazy. You know. So you can see the 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 brag and the braggado show. All that is off the success of Oleko, and his confidence is boosted. So he's telling you now that you know he gets paid to go clubbing. Oh my god, that's a that's a that's, wild. that's, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's club appearance, that's right? Wild. Yeah. And even the video, like the superstar video. The video you was know. shot in the UK. Yeah. You know, had a different feel. Had a very Definitely different. a big upgrade. You got budget, up, yeah. You yeah. upgrade yeah. from the Oleku video. Yeah. And his fashion had changed. It was yeah. it was the first time that people realized that Ice Prince had a fashion sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was yeah. The, the fashion style. With the face yeah. cap. Yeah. Like and everything. And then one very emotional moment. The G Shock. Colored <laughs> G-Shocks. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Where, was there a Makip Kip shirts in this video? No. This was the the pre. It's, no, this, this post, was after this after post, Kip. This post I'm a Kip Kip, yeah. but it's still the same it's type of um, colorful you know, shirts. You yeah. Hug your hug your body kind shorts, of shirt. Yeah. Shorts. Typically, what to your no, wearing. No, no, this one is it's longer. No, this no, Kip Kip's here. It's the same thing where you're wearing. Nah, this one is covering my. You know, so you know, with the huge sneakers, colorful sneakers, purple, green, whatever colors. Yeah, and the and the oh my god, white glasses. I hate that era. I hate that era of the white glasses, the yellow glasses. Ah, gosh. We blame Kanye West for that. Yeah, yeah. So the pop glasses and all that—that was that era. Typically, how he's dressed on the album cover. Yeah, yeah. That's how. That's how it is. So huge, huge, very, very huge record. And you could just see that he came for hits. You know, he he wasn't trying to be lyrical. So if you had feedback for him from the first single, he was like, "Fuck off," you know, and created like even more. You know, like audience targeted stadium related kind of music yeah, and he wasn't just trying to be you know yeah. lyrical and i think from the from the you know from the onset he had defined himself like that a lot of people were just too stubborn to accept him for who he was anyways after that then there's a lot of pressure to drop the album right mm-hmm. and and with that pre- and he's still touring he's yeah. still going for interviews he's doing a lot but he has to start putting the album together because again, 2011 is a different era from now. Wild. Maybe right now, after he had dropped like, you know, the superstar song, he would probably drop another single and another single. I drop an EP. The, uh, I drop an EP. But but back then, once you have one good single and you have a follow up single, my guy, drop the album. Bro. You have to drop the album because you have to go and get the bag from Alaba. Yeah, yeah. From, the the distribu- from, yeah. The, from the marketers and the distributors. You have to go and get it. They will even be calling you at that point. And if you're not careful you. enough, if you keep dropping singles, right, they will pack all your singles on one CD and, and distribute it by themselves. Yeah. Which Shout is what they used to do. Yeah. Shout out to Techno. Yeah, which is what they did to Techno, right? They would just pack all your, okay, how many singles do you have? You have four. How many features does he have? He's done seven. Pack nah, everything together. Drop Best it, of techno. And just put his cover on it. Then <laughs> you go and disturb people in Kano oh or in, in, in Sabongeri. There will be a Best of Buju somewhere. 
Wow. Well, I mean, nobody's. Yeah. It's, nobody's a, it's a playlist now on Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the more things change, the more they, 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 stay, they stay the same. same. Yeah. The more they stay the same. So he now has to drop the album. And, you know, in October, October 3, 2011, he actually drops the album, his debut album, Everybody Loves Ice Prince. 17 tracks, you know, um, has about 10 features. It's a standard pop album from a pop artist, yeah. right? He he just happens to rap. He he just happens to be a hip hop artist. Mm. But it's the same template they've used for, you know, the one days, the Whiskeys, most especially, right? Yeah. Whiskeys Superstar is one of the biggest or most used templates when it comes to releasing debut, solo debuts from that era. Yeah. So it's it's straight out from that playbook as well. And I remember, you know, attending the the album launch. You know, six days later, on October 9th, fam, this is the first time a rapper, a hip-hop artist, right, is celebrating his album launch at Echo Hotel, Echo Hotel. the Expo Center, right? Yeah. The whole Expo Center. Mm -hmm. Before now, this is where they used to carry out, like, the Sound City Video Music Awards, you know, or, you know, a Whiskey album, because Whiskey was just... Yeah, was, right? yeah. Whiskey was one of the first people that actually did his album launch at the Expo Center. It was a huge deal, right? And Ice Prince did his. It was very ambitious, right? And, of course, the turnout wasn't as big as what a Whiskey's turnout would be. As a matter of fact, I remember having, like, a regular ticket, or I think I was having, like, a VIP ticket, and they had to move us into, like, like the premium space or the something. VIP. And I, I just ran in there immediately and sat down and drank champagne and enjoyed myself. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it was a huge deal, right? Because it turned out, it was impressive nevertheless. I mean, the caliber of people. Fam, let me tell you, the people that attended that concert. Patrick Obayangbo. Patrick Obayangbo, right, opened the day. It was that much of a big deal. But yeah. even before then, right, it was... I don't think Patrick Obayabo did. I think Patrick Obayabo did it for the next album. Oh, uh, for for. I can't remember if it was this album or the second album because he also did the second album launch at a co hotel. Mm, I think okay. he's such a big artist. Oh, it's the second album. It's the second album. It's the right. second album. This one it was um, Ike and Funke Akindele. Thank you. It was Ike and Funke that hosted it. Host. And this one was attended by Two Face, The Bunch, Whiskey, Neto C, The Prince, um, Ara. Bears, Tiwa Savage, Sam Clef, Brian Mo, W4, Olamide, Davido. And he flew HHP, God rest his soul, from South Africa and Sakodie from Ghana. This is how much everybody loves Ice Prince. It was so huge, right? There was yeah. a lot, so much money put you know, behind it. Such a big budget. The album itself, right? You could tell that Chalk City wasn't joking around. If you felt like they hadn't put enough budget behind like what Emma had done, right or what jesse had done this was the time for them to do that but before we go into the album proper and like you break down the impact of chocolate city and what they did i want to play like one of the singles that dropped when the album dropped juju every time i see myself i feel like saying ah, juju they worry me i know if it's explain everything i feel but i feel like no they worry me every time i see myself i feel like saying ah, juju they worry me i know if it's explain Somebody pray for me, bad man everywhere, they won't make me the cry. Somebody pray 
I know if he drop food, keep plate. Can't even ball cause his haters try to deflate. Whatever I do, they search for the mistakes. Some of them see my album worse than the mixtape. Some of them smile when they face me. Some of them sway with their lives how they hate me. Fake friends, they pretend with the smileys. Yellow and white every time they reply me. But that's bullshit. Me, I'm on some new shit. If you got beef for me, chop it up, deuces. Cause no time for your hateration. I got busy days going around the federation. Yeah, number one, homie. That's me, homie. If he didn't pay you, go drop B, homie. I'm complete, homie. Your whole street know me. I bring pain to the beat. That's me, Tony. Every time I see myself, I feel like saying, Ah, Juju, they worry me. I know if it's explain everything, I they feel what I feel like. No, no, they worry me. Every time I see myself, I feel like saying, Ah, Juju, they worry me. I know if it's explain everything, I they feel what I feel like. No, no, they worry me. Some people where you call friends Took hand for your eye and them no sense Life's a bitch and everybody screws you Hammer over nails to your head is how they do you The more you grow up and get more famous The more they treat you like shit to your own anus And if you fly too much they turn terrorists If you try to shine too bright they turn eclipse Some of y'all really showed love way back Damn, now you hating my success? How the fuck am I supposed to relate that? Huh? Am I supposed to be upset? But see, homie, I got kicked so fly, Jet Lee, homie. I've been milking the game, no tea, homie. Quit bothering the dog, so flee, homie. You can't feed on me, you ain't shit. Ponder. Why you be saying I'm me, God, they wonder. I started my career with a Honda. Too fly and I'm never going under. So don't bother. Brother, you see, if you wish me well, then I wish you well. Oh. Brother, you see, if you wish me fire, then go to hell. Oh. Brother, you see, if you wish me well, then I wish you well. Oh. Brother, you see, if you wish me fire, then go to hell. Oh. Brother, you Amazing track, man. Amazing. Amazing track. Amazing. Amazing hook. Just you know, shows how much ice ice 
understands how to write music for the everyday man. So if Rocket Man said he speaks for shoemakers and mechanics, I think Iron Experience was the one speaking for everybody, right? Beyond what like an MC would would, would sound like, beyond okay, giving a very cool hook. I was just telling Tolani that while MI made like hip hop very understandable, right? Ice Prince, f- you know, made it more sociable, you know, to the point where if you're not, if you, if you probably didn't even attend secondary school, you understood what he was saying, whether he was rapping like in pidgin <laughs> or speaking in English and not just how he was saying it, but like the subject matter, right? Appealed a lot to like a wider demography. I think it's like, I think it's amazing because at the end of the day, you always want to connect to your, to a wider target audience. I think what Ice Prince was, was Ice Prince was a unifier. Mm. Was a unifier. Um, and it was a unifier like someone like Idris Abdul Karim. Mm. Very maligned MCs, heat makers, continental popularity, continental success, good albums, girls, Alsa connections, all that shit, right? They are all there. If Rugged Man took hip-hop music to the level like everybody on the streets could consume it, we were still consuming it on like predominantly hip-hop beats. Yeah. Right? Yeah. M.I. was coming off that era. So M.I. could only improve it to the level that he understood. But Ice Prince had consumed Idris, Rugged Man, and M.I. And he had consumed M.I. too and he worked on M.I. too. So it's only natural that with the fact that he was a better singer than maybe almost all of them, if he decided not to rap, he would have still been a successful person. So the fact that he could then creates music that look at the topics on the on the, on the album, like the genres are like high life, dancehall, reggae, mm. raga, pop music, Afro beats. He's not just rapping on those genres. Exactly, yeah. in like, like pigeon. Like they're not even hip hop. Yeah, I think the hip, the true hip hop records here. Like you want to say, okay, this is a hip hop record, big yeah. break and everything. They're not up to five. No, every other <laughs> thing is just. Regular pop music, pop music. Then you know, of the oh, world. by the way, I rap. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, I have to like that's how I communicate. I I rap. Even though you a lot of people were, you were criticizing him, and he was going to say that oh man, when my album he was telling stools on the juice that eh they wanted to kill me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. But he knew deep down that you can't stop this. You know the beauty about it is that, you know, no, no matter the amount of critiquing you get when an album drops, right? Time would always tell oh, about the impact of the album. Posterity did yeah, for you. Posterity. Yeah, you know, so look at it now. We're enjoying the album because we're saying, oh, this is a very Nigerian hip-hop album. But when it came back, then everyone was like, nah, it's not real enough. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Or it's like when Essence dropped in 2020 and I was on Clubhouse and a lot of people were saying, oh, I don't understand the album. Oh, people are saying cohesive, this and that and that. But now you're just seeing two years later. It's, and forget Essence. I'm talking the about album, Made in Lagos. Lagos itself, Right. It's such a great album. So yeah. that's what always happens most times. You just give it time. You know, it's either going to age like fine wine or age like milk. That's a wild analogy because I wrote an anniversary review last year and there was a line in that review. That when I was researching, I read it. Yeah. It's, it was, it's a bit lingers of its time. That's hmm. what it was. Because now, and I also don't blame people. I don't blame people that are critiquing it at the time. Because so, so do you think, do you think, and this goes to both of you, do you think people shouldn't, like, people should be easy on reviewing music, music when they drop? Um, let me or, s- or have, like, a broader view when reviewing music and not, like, pinpointing? So, mm. so it, it's, 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 it's hard 
because um again look at the era that the people who reviewed this album like the people who reviewed look at the people they had been listening to I immediately AOT shout out to our guy AOT he gave he he reviewed the album and gave it a 3 over 5 yeah that's so not bad that's not bad that's a B as decent yeah. i'll ask you for yeah. your reviews at the end of the <laughs> so look at the the people who critiqued it harshly right yeah. and this is our you know hip hop maybe a lot of purists at the time we had a lot of hip hop purists yeah. you know so I so, like the album back then so there was there was funny enough funny enough i think that anybody that was paying attention to ice prince shouldn't have been surprised by this album because just now when you, when you when we played the song um, badman making i'm remembering that my very first ice prince song i heard in my life is badman a song he won hennessy artistry yeah, with. with yeah with just and the themes like what he sang on that is very similar to you know um this one oh lord come see badman wanna put the devil over me yeah so if you had even if, if you have been paying attention to ice prince before even only cool because badman is before only cool yeah you would not be surprised by by chuchu yeah and at the end of the day is it good music It's good music. Let's oh. get back to the album and the impact of Chocolate City. It's their third artist that they're pushing out, right? And as Just Jags rightfully described Ice Prince on The Takeover, the first track of his own debut album, Jags of All Streets. He says, "MI was the lightning, I am the thunder, and Ice Prince is the rain." It's such a good way to like Explain. introduce yeah. you know Ice Prince. They, it's it's almost like they've been setting him up for the last two years or last three or years. Or maybe they just saw it. Yeah, you I know. think they saw it. So it's the, it's their third it. artist that they are putting out, and it's you know the third rapper, so to say, right? And it's the fourth project. There's a lot of money. This is just a huge budget, right? From who is producing to maybe not who's producing. A lot of in-house production, but like the artists that they got on it. You know, the album launch. You know, the the printing of the CDs, the photo shoots, the videos. Why do you think? Do you think this is all of the success of Oleku? and superstar or do you think they were going to do this anyways um one 100% i think the label was also in a really good place at the time like yeah it it, it had had like three successful albums so to speak i mean if uh, jags jags of all trades jags of all trades was a successful yeah, album yeah. it was a success so label had more money m and jags had some money right and it also got to a level where even though ice prince they knew his potential you would not say they had the same faith as they had with Emma and Jesse maybe maybe they, they probably didn't so it means that the two singles that worked changed the perspective and validated and validated yeah. anything like the good parts so it alienated the, the the critiques that they had and or the negatives or the doubts that they had and focused on the positives and it means that if the negatives that are very apparent on these records don't matter right that people are still jamming and blasting these records everywhere. Let's just focus on this and put more money behind it. And this was the height of chocolate. Split and simple. Yeah. That was the height of chocolate. See uh, now. I mean, so Chocolate City had put out Jeremiah Gang. Yeah. Then M, then Jags, right? So they had they had learned a lot of lessons. You know, when you release an album, you're learning lessons. Okay, this what we made this mistake here. We'll correct this. Yes. Yeah, some labels do, some don't. But go ahead. <laughs> so, um, but so far they ha they had a very decent or good success rate in terms of breaking out an artist, right? So I think with Ice with Ice Prince, a lot of mistakes that they had made, they were ready to correct and improve upon, and 
obviously Oleko happened. Like there's no when Oleko happened, it was like Oleko and superstar. Yeah, superstar. The boy is obviously a cash cow. Do you understand? We die here. <laughs> he's obviously a cash cow. And he had ice prince, had it, he had the looks, he had the fashion, he had the brand. Women loved him. He was touring on two singles. Touring. Yeah. He even toured with Oleko at first. Yeah. One song yeah. tour. Ah. I remember him going on this. This is when he now went on the Smirnoff tour. Yeah. You know, and he headlined the Smirnoff tour at the time. It was such a huge deal, right? Huge deal. Ice Prince was, Ice Prince was a tornado. And I think, so another thing was, so there was a template, there was a walking template with the two singles. Yeah. Like where the rap was not great, but the music is fantastic. Broken down. Rap I wouldn't even say the down. rap was not great. I would say the rap was great because people loved it and people were rhyming it. I think if we look at like through the hip hop lens, we can be saying that. But like generally, as music lovers, right? I rap to the, I rap to I rap to it. If I'm if I'm listening to it, I'm going to rap to it because I'm enjoying it. So um so I think by the time like Superstar dropped, I think the whole critiquing around oh had slowed down. Yeah, I think people had even moved on. It was um, just like the heads and. As time went from like 2010 to 2011 to 2012, the hip hop community kept shrinking. Not, not exactly, because the Ice Prince bars came a little later. Well, that's when the album now dropped. Exactly. And everybody's like, okay, hold on. Exactly. What's going on? Bro, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll get in there. I think another thing, right, behind the big budgeting and all that is that. Yeah, um, 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 Chalk City was oh, Chocolate City was also facing stiff competition from EME yeah, and, and um, Mohit, then Maven. And Skills. Right? Um, uh, yeah, you know, so they had like all these other labels and they're like, you know what, we also have to show up and show out to show that, you know, we're also the big boys in this space, right? So I think that was like very, very important for them to put a big budget behind, you know, their artists who then sort of became like the flagship artists, you know, at the time. Um, let's talk about the features in the album. Ten features. Yeah. Ten features from Emma Abaga, Jesse Jags, Brymo, Tubaba, Two-Face Adivia. Sam Clef, Wizboy, Shantero, which was very, very random. Random. Um, Young L, of course, Jamila from the Great Boys, and Morel. Right? It's when you look at the track listing and you look at this, it's carefully selected, it, you know, some superstars and some regular guys. I was trying to put my head around it. What's the strategy behind these 10 features? Music. First things first, mm. music, and then appeal. So you look at a lot of the music on this album; they were appealing to different markets. Yeah. So one, the the Oleku and the superstars were for like Oleku was on for the southwest was was meant to be like the record that crystal that Lagos crystallizes, right? Superstar was a nationwide hit. Yeah. A record like by this time yesterday it was an Eastern record. Yeah. There were two high life records on this album. Yeah, baby and exactly and, yeah. for the eastern markets. A record like I think I see myself also the north. Yeah, right. And then the dancehall records. It was also the era where Egyptian was popping, and you had like the, there was a little dancehall bashment run. Yeah, at the time between like 08 and 2010, we were seeing like 2011 was like people were now we able to enjoy it a little bit. So he jumped on that as well to maybe get like some fan base outside or maybe they were also seen you know when Emma's Emma's album, album dropped they said they sold some records in Malaysia mm -hmm. so maybe they sold, they sold some singles in, yeah. in the Caribbean as yeah. well nobody knows but anyway so that was the strategy around this place and then I suppose was also particular I was, I was shout out to Bookie HQ she was telling me that he literally wanted to put these guys 
out there. Like his guys, the group boys, right? So regardless of what anybody was going to say, he was going to put them on this. Yeah. Regard is strategy doesn't matter. I just want them to put them on this up. Talking about the features, I think, and I'm going to ask you guys. Okay, let me ask you guys. What's your best featured song here? Um, Magic Shan. Magic Shan featuring Young, uh, Young Girl and Jamila. Jamila. Um, Olofofo. Olofofo featuring Whiskey. Yeah. Mine is definitely, and that's what we're going to play, by what's the up, way. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up yeah, featuring yeah, yeah. Two-Face DBR? Yeah, I think yeah. it's, I think Two-Face is the um, best performing featured artist on this record, on, on the album, um, because of the way he just delivers the record. It's just, it's just so Two-Face-ish. I think it's Olofofo. Like, um, uh, no, but... See, two faces first. Anybody remember on this? Let's play. 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 Let's Shine, shine, shine. Shine, I was up, was up. Now Papa God put me 
Let's talk about the lyrics and the messaging on this album. You know, heavily critiqued at the time, people started to ask, what is Ice Prince really saying? Is he just saying fluffy stuff because he wants to put out like interesting, you know, music to appeal to people? Is there a deeper message in what he's, you know, in what he's saying? You know, people were torn between it. So I feel like, and again, listening to the album over the years, I think there was more focus on like the song compositions, like composing the song itself and structuring the song. How melodious does it sound? Does it sound appealing enough? Are the beats really great, right? Then I think like in the hierarchy of things, I think the next level was, okay, now let me say some stuff, right? Granted, not on all the songs, but you hear a song like the record with Wizboy by this time, right? And it's such a good song. Starts well, Chug Boy, Whiz Boy. You know, by this time yesterday, you know, but you can't remember anything Ice Prince says on the record. Like, it's so forgettable. You know, so I think on some of the records, he sounds like, not, not some, most of the records. Um, records like the, that record, the That Nigga with Morel, you know, End of Story with Sam Clef. That's you, a jam, you, Yeah, so you, you, you hear it and you're like, oh, man, that's a jam. Then you're like, what did I say on the record? And you can't really pinpoint so however on the flip side i think he also makes it very sociable the music and you enjoy it and you then forgive him for some of the songs where he's really not saying much the man perfected fillers hmm. he perfected fillers so you take how can he how can a whole verse be a filler though so here's what here's what i think i, I disagree with that in the sense that i get the perspective in terms of like Maybe like in the hierarchy of things, but I feel like Ice Prince was saying a lot of things. You know, there are some rappers that are saying things, but the way they are saying them, and then the bars that they are putting in there to try to sound clever, mm-hmm. they are just not good enough. So, for example, on verse two of Holiku, he was saying stuff. Yeah, he was actually making sense. Yeah. Like when you sit down and try to understand what he was saying, mm-hmm. you realize that he's not saying rubbish, or. Superstar, even Superstar, that was a huge record. You, when you sit down and break down, like everything was saying word for word, it was coming from somewhere. It wasn't fluff. Yeah. It wasn't bluster. He was, if it was, what's up, what's up, for example, if you sit down and try to understand what he was saying, if, if, if it was it was either pain, enjoyment, ambition. It was always something. By this time yesterday, they know no word. But it you, was saying that's, that's nice, but that's the chorus you're saying. Can no, you rap the verse? That you, that's what I'm I saying. Know I know it's 11 years ago, but can no, you rap no, the that, verse? You don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. The way he's rapping it yeah. and the bars that he was putting in there, were, those things were putting people off. It wasn't that he wasn't saying anything, mm-hmm. but the way he was saying those, his, flow, his flows and his technique are not the best. But on the flip the side, I'll say the way he was saying it made it more approachable and believable. I'm just saying, like, it, what's the substance? Is that more? Is there? Is there, there is substance? I don't think so. Let's can I, I play like I, I, I we're not playing the record on this, on this <laughs> podcast on this episode. But what I'm trying to say is, 
Those joints ain't strong enough. You need calcium. <laughs> I'm saying on some records, like Juju, right? You feel what he's saying on Juju. On Superstar, that is even a club record. You mm. feel what he's saying on Superstar. On by this time, you know, or or even the 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 record with like Sam Clef, I don't really get what he's saying, right? It feels like his lyrics and the rhymes were like the afterthought after the album was made. And I'm not saying it's a bad approach because it actually even draws people closer. The record you talked about with, with Whiskey, I'm not a very big fan of the record because I just felt like they were pressured to make like a hit record. Oh, we have to make a hit record. Because this is Whiskey. This is 20, 20, 2010, 2011 Whiskey. You, you, are, you are lucky to have Whiskey in the studio, right? And it's like, let's really just make a record. And it's in 2010 and 2011, whatever, you know, whatever time time period they recorded this album you have whiskey on the record and you don't shoot a video for it it means the record didn't pop do you understand what i mean so yeah. that's uh, that's that's just my my point but i do agree that he made music that was like much more approachable by a wider audience and much more believable mm. central theme and, this and i think and i think one more thing to add to that is very honest Exactly. Like you hear him and you, exactly, you, you, he's honest. He's not exactly. lying. He's not like bullshitting you, exactly. right? You feel him, was you like know, which was like, which is very different from like the other hip hop artists. Bar MI, right? Where you're asking, what what are you really saying? You know, when they say, "Oh, my chain's bigger, my this and that." No, no, no. Ice Prince wasn't like that. Ice Prince was just like very realistic. Drake shit. Yeah, you know, either talking about like losing his mom or talking about losing his dad or just talking about life or his friends he has not connected with in a while. You know, Drake shit basically. Mm. So yeah, that's that's how I feel. His journey, his journey was a central theme on this album. Yeah, and one song that really just stands out in terms of him being like honest and true to himself and very open is "Somebody Lied." You know, um, this song connects with our very good friend Steve Dede a lot because Steve also moved from from Delta to Lagos at the time when you know this album dropped. Okay, and all the things he heard about Lagos, right? You know, he's called in the, he's called in the South yeah. South. All the things that I heard about Lagos wasn't really true. So he really connects to this song. That's and that's, that's song on the album. It's, it's such a good song, Somebody Lied. Because he's just talking about, you know, journeying down to Lagos. And this for, for all the people that have listened, uh, that haven't been to Lagos yet, everything you've heard about Lagos is a lie. Come and experience it yourself, right? Or at least the degree of lie is either too much or too little. Because mm. people say Lagos is a nice place. Lagos is not really a nice place. If you're in Lekki, maybe. Not really. The water is bad in Lekki. No, you, no, you have no. to get your own water purifier. <laughs> you know how bad that is? Lekki water brown like Guinness. Wow. But you we know, still so use and bath. And there's some really great stuff about Lagos as well that people won't, you know, talk about. So it's like, you know, yin and yang Dynamic. of things. Let's listen to somebody like... Tell me, say the road to success was easy and smooth, man. Somebody lied. They tell me, say everybody for Lagos, they chop good food, man. Somebody lied. They tell me, say it's all good. Now I realize, say somebody lied. Somebody lied. The glitter be gold, they made it sound cool when the story was told. Once upon a time, I was chilling in my street. Then I got a call and tell me, say, Lagos is the shit. Yeah, walked out of school, said I must go there. 
If not Craig, then they track me, I no care. Some people sit me down, but me no send them. Shin and Lagos, then they blow, I go end there. I took that night bus, cause me I had hope. And back home, I was tired of being bad broke. If not hunger, we go fight, I go try cope. Me, I go wash them eyes, and they go cry soap. Yeah, I'm on Lagos, is calling. I had said and get money, man, yo, darling. Even if not my what I did, I go falling. Cause when me, I did it, when it's not somebody lie. They tell me since 99, say life go plenty, man, somebody lie. They tell me, say my people better than no go empty, man, somebody lie. They tell me, say it's all good. Now I realize, say somebody lie. Somebody lie, oh. Tell me 99, say everything go nice The cake is very big and no more you can have a bite You put me in the office and then I will do you right No more you will have to grind every day and night And so we vote them, them no promote us We don't the Facebook, but them they poke us We try to hang in there, but them they choke us Build house for sky and we they live for low cost Every day for news, there's nothing new All your rich nations still with just the queue Them say we get money, but man, it's just a few One more boys still they feed on rice with no stew and after school set i'm on a housework and you go go six feet if your mouth talk up till now some people they sleep for outdoor you know the rest i don't need to talk Then about more it's a me say you know go blow if you know be you man somebody lie it's a me say you come from just and you know go go far man somebody lie it's a me say my guy you know if we compete man somebody lie Somebody lie, oh. oh, you from J-Town? I'm gonna forget rap. You ain't got a chance out there with your dead crap. You don't even dress fly to begin with. You're far from the rest. You ain't a star with your English. You say you speak well? Oh, please, nigga. In Lagos, we can't compete with the G's, nigga. Your bank account has gotta have a lot of six figures. You battle out there, you most likely be disfigured. I ain't trying to diss you, it's only true say. This no be mouthwash, I no be toothpaste. You can't fly, there's no Gucci in your suitcase. You want to stay Lagos or more in whose place? Celebrity call, celebrity need. You ain't no people, your electricity fee. Better go school before you go become tough. Cause guy, you no go blow even with bomb for your dog. Somebody lie, somebody lie, somebody lie, 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 um, uh, Not all the time, but I, I'm, I'm. I hate when Conway takes his own hook. Stop doing that, bro. Well, well, we're, lo- we're, we're localizing. Stop we're localizing it. it right now. Okay. Anyways, um, just before we wrap we're up, localizing the shade. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I have absolutely no idea what Excel is. Plus two, about. three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we wrap up here, I want us to talk about the influence of Young Girl on this album. Mm. Can I just say that I hate, I, I totally dislike, borderline hate the Magic Shine remix with Egyptian. 
Yeah, it kind of killed the, the original record. And the original is better. Yeah, I agree. The original is far better. I agree. I understand like the collaboration. I think it was a Spinlay collaboration or so, and I can understand. Egyptian was popping. Yeah. yeah, a lot of dance. There were a lot of da- a lot of dancehall bashment records. Even what's up, what's up? It was a bashment record. Yeah, I right? agree. So they were trying to link to that to mm-hmm. that market mm-hmm. at the time. Let's like, talk about how like Young Girl is so like inspires you know um, a you lot know, a, a lot. lot of Ice Prince's. Ooh. You know, writing. You can tell it probably did some ghost writing on the record. I won't call it ghost writing. I'll just say like writing. writing. You know, on the, on the album as well. Um, I guess what y- you listen to a lot of young girl records now, yeah. and you can hear Ice Prince in those records, which yeah. means reverse is probably the case. You understand? Yeah. What I mean? And they're in the studio together a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. That is yeah. actually very wild. They're in the studio together. Like that's a wild take. They're still yeah. friends till today. Oh. What he said now, Abby? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But because it's, you listen to the record with Wiz. It sounds like an Ice Prince record. Yeah, yeah. What record is that? What's the name? Of the um, um, the one that I did that we jumped on the remix with. Um, uh, 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 oh, what's the title of this record? I'm now? pulling it up. Hold on. Please pull it up. Young L. Young L and Wiz. I'm pulling it up. If bounce. If bounce. bounce. Sounds. It sounds like something that could have been on this album. Yeah. You can play. No, no, I'm not playing. It sounds like something that could even, have been even the and even the Yardman song sounds like something Ice Prince would sing. Facts, yeah. And I want to add something to what you said, right? He's a dancehall artist. Ice Prince. No. Oh, the, um, um, young, young girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of dancehall, dancehall records. records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, enough of our conspiracy theory. Grip boys, grip boys. I feel like from this album, right? You could hear Jay Miller. Endia didn't make the album, yeah. but Endia started to release music, right? Yeah. Young girl started to release music. That's Jay Miller did a remix of a, a Melupi Fiasco record, right? Yeah, I'm put. I'm even shot the video, yeah. and I felt like I really, really felt like after this album, there should have been a Grip Boys album, which would have like really thrown them in the limelight. Remember, Chopsticks was also there producing for them. I feel like there was just something missing. That, that that was like a missed opportunity, and it really hurts when I think about it. Number one, I think the one thing, the one reason I couldn't happen was probably because Chocolate Stick couldn't afford to put their flagship artist at the time on an album in on a, a group, passion project. Yeah. They couldn't afford to do that. I, I feel like you know at that time, and I know everything is like a business. You know, it's, it's all business. But I just felt like with the success of Ice Prince, they would have like. You know, taking like him to launch another yeah, person. yeah. Mm. Or just launch the group, launch the group. The group goes, you know, blows into the uh, into the mainstream space, and then they can then split to do to do their you know individual projects. I mean, they I just feel like the Chalk Boys thing. Yeah. So why would they do Grip Boys? Yeah, there was never a Chalk Boys album until the Later. CBN album, which yeah. is quite different from yeah. Chalk Boys. Yeah. That was also a missed opportunity, yeah. right? If they couldn't do Chalk Boys. They weren't going J- to do Grip. Jags, yeah. MI, and anytime they were on records, Ice together, Prince and Primo. Straight mode. Can Jaddy Cypress. Like he was straight so nuclear. Anytime. That's one of my favorite songs. Try to pull me up from the stuff in my game. Come on. Ah! Our PlayStation music. Let's go. Yeah. You are no, no story. All right, yeah. man. So shout out to Chocolate City um, for this phenomenal album. Shout out to Ice Prince. For giving us one of the best, you know, hip hop debuts that this, you know, we've witnessed. It was a great debut. And his legacy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Happy, happy, happy birthday to everybody loves Ice Prince. We don't want to talk about something in the fact that this album catapulted Ice Prince. There was a little space after the band in this Afrobeat to the world journey where Ice Prince was the most popular African artist. Yeah. There was a short space. 
time. He had that Ghana run. He had the SA yeah. run. He had the he UK had the, run. He had the UK he run. He had the short. East Africa run. Exactly. He met, J- he met Jay-Z. He met Hove. He met Bedman. There was a short way. BET. I remember he won, what, he won, he won the BET. He International Act Award. And then the next year was one that presented it to David O. Huge. I remember. Such a wild, Huge. Such a wild yeah. time. Huge. So, Shout out to him. Shout out to Ice Prince. Let's let's leave you guys with Magic Shan featuring Young Girl and Ow. Miller. Ow. Magic Shan. Ow. Magic Shan. Oh. <laughs> Magic Shan. Oh. Magic Shan. Say let me do you like a magician Your big bummer kick like a Chinese man You drop bomb like the Pakistan And your body sing song like an artist man You make the girls keep malice man Me I won't put my pen in your office man You too fine and you perfect man You the star I'ma roll off the carpet man From the window to the wall Me a tapa easy like ball Me a rate higher than all She a root girl so me not fit to doll you make the girls keep malice, man. Me, I won't put my pen in your office, man. You too fine and you perfect, man. You the star, I'ma roll off the carpet, man. The way you stick, man, you tattoo this. And if it's going end, then we pack to this. Your body beating, I'ma rap to this. I'ma be your payday like the R2Bs. You too deep like the ocean. And your body too smooth like a lotion. Say, I want a piece of that potion. Baby girl, I want to put my emotion. Yeah, you hotter than hellfire. Burning up your ways of me temporary. Go down, let me free you some cool dollar. Cack it up, let me zoom like the Yamaha. Oh, girl, let me know that you are. You make the girls keep malice, move me. I won't put my pen in your eyes. You too fine and you perfect. You the star, I'ma roll off the carpet. You make my brain pop champagne. I'ma vote for you, girl, like campaign. You not cheap, not plantain. You make a nigga feel full like a canteen. The way you enter Milan. The way you say, Ice Man, you be the man. If I be the house, some more you be the sun. And when I feel the heat, some more you be the fan. Slide the window, do the wall. Me a tapa easy like ball. Me a rate higher than all. She a root girl, so me not fit to doll. Hey, tell me do you like a magic shan? Your big bummer kick like a Chinese man. You drop bomb like the Pakistan, and your body sing song like an artist man. Drop down like a go shots. They sing for me girl like a Mozart. Come invest me girl like locust. You make the young old lose focus. You not buy you cheap like locust. Don't get stuck for them brokers. You too fine and you perfect man. You the star, I'ma roll off the carpet man. You see me, I'ma drop this. And I'ma step into the club with enough chicks. And I'ma bone my face like I'm upset. And if you try me, I'ma lock you like a conference. Yeah, I go deep like a prophet. And baby girl, I can give you all the love tips. And no guy in here go above this. I'ma take you high, high, high to my obsess. Yeah, say let me do you like a magic shun. Magic shun. You too fine and you magic shun. I'ma roll off the magic shun. You make the girls keep magic shun. Me, I won't put my pen in your magic shun. You too fine and you magic shun. I'ma roll off the glass is from the window to the wall. Me a tapa easy like ball. Me a rate higher than all. She a root girl, so me not fit to doll. You make the girls keep malice, man. Me, I won't put my pen in your office, man. You too fine and you perfect, man. You the star, I'ma roll off the carpet, man. You make the girls keep magic shine. Me, I won't put my pen in your magic shine. You too fine and you magic shine.
time I roll off the magic shot. You make the girls keep magic shot. Me, I won't put my pen in your magic shot. You too fine and you magic shot. Time I roll off the magic shot. This episode was produced by Osagi Alonge, audio mixed by Lord Phil, and is distributed by Visual Audio Times.